1: What do you do when you get a guy from New York and a guy from Massachusetts sitting in the same room talking sports with you on a Tuesday morning? Well, it's time again for WTBR Sports Talk. Right here on WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield. Sit back and relax for the next
0: hour as we start a sports talk party with you on a Tuesday in the Berkshires. Let's go! What do you do doing? Stone Cold and The Rock going at each other. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. Hey, that was the moose probably calling you there, brother. Socks are a boy, Connie! My you're baseball team is terrible, ruin my summer now.
1: Good morning, everybody! How you doing today? Welcome to another edition of WTBR Sports Talk, exclusively here on 89.7 FM WTBR. Robbie Zucker, and finally, back from vacation on three weeks, my partner in crime across the other side of the glass, Mr. Sean Cronin. What's going on, brother? Let's go, Brandon Hatt. He's got his whole Trump... (laughs) <laughs> paraphernalia on today. Let's Do me a go favor. Don't
0: tell anybody about that. I won't okay? tell
1: anybody. I promise. <laughs> good to be back with you, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, the phone just rang. I, I, we're supposed to have, by the way, we're supposed to have Mr. Mark Malusis on today from WFN and WPIX in New York. So hopefully the Moose Man will give us a call in a couple of minutes. That might have been him. So and
0: uh, Ralph our, said he's going to call, too. Our, our crazy, buddy, good, Our crazy good buddy, phone Ralph Romeo. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Our crazy phone line. So 413-445-5943, the number to call right here. And uh, guess what, folks? The opinions expressed in this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Sean Cronin, or Robbie Zucker, WTVR FM, its management, or other producers, or sponsors. So, oh, anyway, do I have some, big do display. I have some
0: opinions this I, week, I know my you friend? Do. Yeah, oh well, so boy. Do I. So, yep. So
1: I guess uh, you know we're going to talk about a lot of things. Obviously, I'm disappointed about the Ranger series, and you're disappointed about the Red Sox. But so let's talk about something positive first. So let's talk about the uh, Boston Celtics and their outstanding uh, performance last night. Al Horford,
0: 11 for 14, 30 points. Tatum dropped 30 points uh, you know the the last game Tatum shot 21% and they they lost by two points um, it, the Celtics I think are in control I think they're gonna win the series you know it's they're, they're going back to Boston right it goes 2-2-1-1-1 two, two, one, 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 I believe in the NBA Robbie? Yeah. And uh so I think, you know, two, two, game one, one. No, I don't, yeah. Is it 2-2 two, 1-1-1? Two, one, one, one? I believe it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So the like Celtics, hockey, so the Celtics are going to have game 5 at home. They're in control. They 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 found a way to stop Giannis. I was very upset with game 3. Marcus Smart clearly in my opinion, I've listened to a, your buddy Lance Menno, the Giants uh Yeah, talked you know, to Lance many times. He said that he did not think that uh, Marcus Smart was shooting when they called the foul on him, and, the, and then they had to do the, you know, Marcus Smart had, he he shot the one free throw, then he had the, the intentional miss. I thought that it was, uh, I thought that he was shooting, you know, when they called the foul. He should have had three free throws. But when you have Jason Tatum shooting 21% in the game. He was 5 for 19. I, I I don't remember the exact stat line, but the fact that they were in that game and they only lost by two points, the Celtics should be in cruise control. They should win this series.
1: Well, you know, the thing is that Lurik L- 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 Lopez and also Giannis playing down low, you know, was, it was very difficult for the Celtics in the first um, game, you know, to actually you know, make shots and make good shots. I thought last night I didn't see much, but I I know that the inside game has been better with Hawford And obviously, Williams didn't play, so Robert Williams didn't play, so Hoffer picking up the pieces there. But yeah, I just like the defense. I like the way the Celtics play. And last night, obviously, a lot of balance around. You know, Hoffer with 30 and TJ with, and then you you got 30 from TJ, and then you got you know both Smart and both the JB, you know, filling in with 18 a piece. That's good balance, man. That's your best players filling in with at least close to 20 points. I mean, that's really good. So I was
0: I was really happy to see the. T- that uh, Marcus Smart only took three three point attempts. He made both. Uh, he made two out of three, but he he jacks it up way too much. Yeah, absolutely. And it was it was good to see. And and it, when he's on the floor and he's healthy, he's the best defensive player in the league. He obviously he won the you know the Defensive Player of the Year award. So it's great to see Marcus Smart out there. Robert not having Robert Williams and winning that game was huge. It was huge. And how about? The Warriors winning 101 98 last night. I mean, what is Steph Curry had? What 35 free throw attempts in the fourth quarter? I mean, it was crazy. It's, it's uh, the NBA playoffs have been really, really fun to watch so far. Yeah,
1: I know. I, I watched who won the Memphis game last night because I, I
0: was they were winning and then I kind of dozed off. That's what I was talking about. The Golden State won 101 oh, 98 back. Wow, yeah, yeah.
1: wow, because they yep. were losing the third quarter by about maybe. 10 or 11 12 or something steph curry went so. off in
0: the fourth quarter and he got like i said about 35 free throw attempts That's, i'm just, i'm exaggerating obviously but it was very entertaining
1: yeah absolutely i was wondering like moose just uh, sent me a message oh there he is okay here you go pick up the phone pick up the phone i did okay all right moose you there Hello. What's going on, guys? Good morning. Hey, sorry about that. You know what? We had some technical difficulties. Mark, thanks. Yeah, we're being joined by uh, Mark Malusis, of course, of WFAN and WPIX. Mark, thanks for taking the time with us. So happy to have you on, man. Sean Cronin, Robbie Zucker. no worries. I'm,
2: I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, What's thanks,
1: on, buddy. Guys. Yeah, you know what? It's so hard to call out the phone on here.
0: So anyway, you can't hear, Sean. You can't hear. I can okay. barely hear him. Okay, there you go. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, Mark. I have to say, I'm a diehard Boston fan, Red Sox. Uh, you know, Patriots, Celtics, but you know, I drive to uh, Westchester every week for work, and I I loved listening to you on the fan.
2: Oh, thanks, I really appreciate it. Thank I'm, you I, so much. I
0: I I, I I I appreciate you know your your take on sports. I think you're fantastic. So that's it's, it's, oh. it's a, what a what a what a pleasure to have you call in.
2: No, my pleasure to be with you guys. I know uh, Robbie and I have been trying to work this out for a while, so <laughs> I'm happy to be on with you guys. Yeah, so what's thanks. Going
1: on? All right. Well, I gotta ask you. Last night, I mean, you know, you know, my favorite team in sports is the. the what's with the Rangers, Mark? I mean, what's the take on Gallant? I mean, you, you gotta, you give up two goals in 24 seconds. You don't call a timeout and regroup? I don't get it. What's going on? Yeah, with this Yeah, I, I,
2: I get it. Yeah, I mean, they they should have called the timeout there, but I mean, they just got completely outplayed. I mean, Gallant calling them, you know, soft after the game, I thought was right on. Yeah. Um, where there was no physicality. Now, you know, listen, Fox. Doesn't look like the same player. Panarin's not playing particularly well. You look at Mika Zibanejad hasn't had a great impact. I mean, Crosby's line has completely taken away the Rangers' top line. You know, in Pittsburgh, the kids' line's probably been the most impressive. They with have. With the and Capocacco. So, you know, there was just no sustained pressure. I mean, you look at Shisterkin was just getting absolutely peppered. Um, defensive breakdowns, which they had thought they had cleaned up the final month of the regular season. Um, they, they did not just start him the great eraser during the regular season. He's going to win a Vesna trophy Absolutely. as the NHL's best goaltender, but, um, you know, he is, he's looked awfully hu- human here against, uh, really a veteran lead in Pittsburgh Penguin team, a coach that's won Stanley Cups and Mike Sullivan, obviously Crosby, Malkin, and, and, uh, Letang have been together for 16 years. Right, right. I know some of the other pieces around him have changed over the course of the years, but, they understand what they need to be successful. I thought last night's effort, and you're right about Gallant not calling a timeout wow, um, You know when it when it was 3-1, but I don't know if that really would have changed all that much. I really don't, because they looked like they were absolutely sleepwalking once again in that second period, and there was no physical play whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I was sitting there. Susan and I was sitting watching the game. She says to me, she goes, do the Rangers look slower? I'm like, yeah, they do. I mean, they just weren't skating last night. And the thing to me is that... There, it's, it's like, you know, we know they have a young team. We know the average age uh, is 26, practically, on this team. But the thing is that... The veteran guys, there's guys that have been in the league a long time, I and mean, True has been in the league a long time. He's been a leader on both Winnipeg and, you know, he's a veteran guy. Carter's a veteran guy. I mean, there are veteran guys, but I will say this: the Rangers don't have a real checking line, Mark. I know they have the fourth line with Reeves, and I know they got, you know, Barkley Goodrow is a huge, huge uh, loss for them, and so is Tyler Mott. You know, I said to you the other day on your show, Tyler Mott, Barkley Goodrow, and Sammy Blay, if he was healthy, would be playing on a checking line. So we always said both you know, all year this is not a completed product. So if you're okay, the, there's a lot of UFA's out there next year. I don't want to see Ryan Strom come back to me. He's soft as a baby, baby's bottom. I mean, I can't stand Ryan Strom's game. I mean, he doesn't. If nobody gets inside. I told you all year, Mark. This team cannot score inside. This team cannot play below the goal line. And this team does not intimidate anybody. I mean, that's the thing. And you look at Boston. You look at the Bruins. They're down 2-0. They're getting blitzed by Carolina in two games. And Bruce Cassidy makes adjustments. These guys forecheck. I'm so sick of watching Galan send one guy in. They're down the other day, 5-4 in game two, in which they came back valiantly. They had three power play. goals. goes, isn't it interesting? Pittsburgh was 19th on the power play this season. The Rangers were fourth. And Pittsburgh's got more power play goals than the Ranger power play. has been a disaster. Three shots in game four on three consecutive power plays. So I, I don't know what to do at this point. And, you know, Igor's been just left out to dry in a lot of things. Do you think he's tired? Do you think he's just burnt out or what? I mean, I don't really know what to say. I mean, he looks off balance and... I, you know, maybe the crowd, you know, I was listening to Lakata last night, and Sal was saying how he thinks that the crowd intimidated him. Maybe they did. I don't know. I you know, Get your thoughts
2: I don't, on that. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I, yeah. I think, I mean, there's a, there's a lot there. I mean, I, I think it's hard to, Robbie, it's hard to compare him to, to Boston. I mean, you know, they, when Cassidy puts the back together the, uh, you know, the perfection line, right. and you've got veteran guys on that team that have that have won a Stanley Cup before, yeah. it's it's really difficult to compare it. I mean that's not where the Rangers are. Right, I mean, exactly.
1: Which it, is exactly. not.
2: I mean you look at you look at it they beat the Penguins three out of four during the course of the regular season right. and I mean but the Penguins also, you know, Malkin and Crosby weren't together right, exactly. in a lot of those games right. during the regular season. Now they're back. And now you're seeing a team that has an understanding of what they need to do in order to be successful. Listen, do I think Shostakins looked terrible. Yeah. But Shostakins also covered up for a lot of the flaws of this team during the regular season. You look right. at, right. You, you know, they wanted to get to the postseason. You saw the toughness that was added. Injuries do happen. You're absolutely right. They do miss Barkley Gutro. You know, Tyler Mott was uh, w- Tyler Mott was barely here before he got hurt and suffered that upper body injury. Penguins yeah, in, in back on the ice skating once again after the Rangers acquired him at the NHL trade deadline. And you're right about Sammy Bley, but Sammy blade has been gone for so long. Right, so it's hard for me to think about him. You know, he tore his ACL months ago. Oh, I know. I'm just saying so, in terms of they I don't mean, really I have a real I checking line, this, though. I look at this team right now. I know I don't, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But he came into this, and that first period, you know, the Rangers had a 2 nothing lead in game one. They blow that lead. They lose in triple overtime. Shuster makes 79 saves. You know, we're not thinking about all of this. Now, Man. I think Lindgren is a huge loss. Absolutely. For Fox, for, Fox, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if you look at the guys that you knew were here to start the series, Goodrow and Lindgren are, are two huge losses to this lineup that, you know, the guys that are replacing them aren't up to their ability. Lindgren's toughness on the back line and what Barkley Goodrow could do and what we saw him do down in Tampa in the postseason. Right. even a wonderful postseason player. So those guys are difficult to replace. They've gotten played off their feet. I mean, last night was we can all argue and have the discussion. Sidney
0: Crosby is the best player on the ice. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But, yeah. Hey can I, I can and, I, can, and, I, can I ask and, you guys it, both can I ask you guys both a quick question? Yeah. I told you I need to go yeah. to yeah. a live do, game. Do, do you guys watch baseball at all? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. Sean said he'd rather watch. Sean
1: Sean says that he doesn't like hockey, and I tried to say he's never gone to a live hockey game. I said to him, he loves basketball. He said, "This is basketball on skates. It's about time and space. It's physical." like it's so
0: I got him in. I'm not. I'm How are you not a Bruins fan? Uh, uh, I, 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 I I watched I watched <laughs> playoff hockey. I don't watch a lot of regular season hockey because it makes me dizzy when I watch TV when I watch hockey on TV. And, and Robbie last game. week told me to get a better TV, but I have a 55 inch. <laughs> samsung you know smart tv and i don't care how smart the tv is it makes me feel Stupid, watching it. So I got to go to a game. I guess that's. Absolutely, I guess that's the deal. Absolutely. I
1: mean, I've been going to the Garden since I'm a child. I mean, there's nothing like the NHL playoffs. It really isn't. And, and, and I mean, and to me, it's it's the best. Well, it's the the hardest have to win. got
2: such a. The Bruins have got such a good group. Absolutely. I, mean, uh, I love David Pasternak. He's oh yeah. Believable player. Marshawn. Yeah. He's a pay in the rear end. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. They're just uh They're just a really really fun team and a good oh, team yeah. and a well. A well-coached team as you know, well. I was,
1: yeah, I was gonna say, you know what? I have to give the Pittsburgh Penguins credit. Not only you know, you know you have those big three, but I give the organization credit. Look at the young players that they've developed over the last few years that have helped them. The the Jake Ethel's a Brian Russ, now Martinez, Marino. Uh, Casper Ch- K- Kaepernan is a terrific young talent. Last night he was back and he played terrific. So Mike Sullivan was you know, he was assistant coach under Tortorella when the Rangers had him, uh, you know, when the Rangers had Tortorella coaching them. So Mike Sullivan is a, you know, proven coach, two time Stanley Cup winner. So I give the penguins a lot of credit for not only, you know, having the veteran players, but, you know, developing young players. Anyway, i got to ask you about... Uh, no, bank- I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't Listen, I don't disagree.
2: Yeah. Listen, I, 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 don't yeah. disagree. I can't yeah. throw Galant under the bus after what the job that he did there in the course of the regular yeah. season, right? So, yeah. you know, and and he's been a program builder, was in Florida, was in Vegas. Right. Came in here to, to get the best out of this team. And you've seen the development of... The Wait, it's not players. a finished What's product, you like said, Moose. It's you know, not Capo finished. Caco, if he right. stays healthy, I think Caco's showing you... Just what he could be as a player. Yeah. And, you know, in, in this series, we've seen the development of La Frontiere. Those guys were, you know, uh, number two overall, first overall pick in back to back drafts. So, you know, I, I, DeAndre Miller, um, there's, there's a ton of young talent on the Yeah. That DeAndre's team. actually think, the best defenseman. I think the most disappointing thing, Robbie, is, yeah. is, Ranger fans can't stand the Penguins, can't stand Crosby, <laughs> can't stand Malkin. They've been together for 16 can't years. Can't stand them. You thought, you thought it was a scenario where this was the time that at least they were going to be Pittsburgh. I didn't have dreams of this team winning the Stanley Cup this year, but you thought Shusterkin would give them yeah. every possible opportunity to win this series. Absolutely. Now, they have played poorly. Last night's effort was putrid. Yeah, Shusterkin has looked very, very human, and he's not covering up for the mistakes of, of the guys in front of him because the, the ice last night was tilted. I mean, there that were points ridiculous. in the game where you thought that the Penguins were on basically a man-up advantage for eight to ten minutes. They were just playing the entire game in the Rangers' zone, and they couldn't get it out of the zone. So, sometimes you have to go through this as right. a learning experience right. for younger players as well. Let's not forget the Tampa Bay Lightning, right. before they won back-to-back Stanley Cup, they got eliminated as the one-team. Yeah, um, by, by Columbus. You know, the right. Conference. Right. Yeah. right. So, let's... I mean, so... This team is still on the the right path. It's just that last night was an embarrassing.
1: It was absolutely. Anyway, I, I wanted to talk to you, Bar, about baseball too because I uh, you know Sean wants to talk about the Red Sox, the Yankees, and Mets. So, Sean, fire away, man! Because thank you for the time, Moose, for talking hockey. Look at Sean. You got to see Sean's face. He's sitting there like he's got his "Let's Go Brandon" hat on. And he's like sitting there with, his, with this look on his face. He just came back from three weeks in
0: Carolina. It's like okay, brother. My, my my Red Sox are pathetic.
2: Yeah, bad. It's it's bad. it's. I'm surprised it,
0: how bad you are. It's it's you know the pitching hasn't been the problem. It's been the offense. I mean Trevor Story is hitting what 198 201. I mean he struck out four times uh, in a game like three four days ago Fenway and they let him hear it. You know it, it just is, yeah. It, it's just it, it's the the offense has been the problem. I mean, I mean the starting pitching has been fine. I mean. Uh, uh Michael Waka you know from the Cardinals for 2013 he was he was a stud he's been our best starting pitcher this year and he just ends up on the 15 day injured list with some type of shoulder injury or elbow I don't know what it was but uh Chris Sale suffered a a a, a personal injury setback what the hell does that mean a personal <laughs> injury setback like where, he's not, Myers, personal where he's not, not going to throw for a few days. <laughs> Paxton, you know, pa- James Paxton, you know, Big Maple. Of course, we had him in New York. So he's suffering elbow trouble right now after coming off of Tommy John surgery. And what does Heim Bloom do? He gives him $10 million this year for a guy coming off Tommy John surgery. I mean, I don't understand this Red Sox team. I don't, I don't understand why Trevor Story can't hit. And everybody says... Oh, well, it's, you know, everybody can hit in Colorado, but when they leave teams, they can't hit anymore. Well, uh, that's obviously not true. Look at Nolan Arenado, you know, that went to the Cardinals. He's hitting, you know. Yeah. I mean,
2: I, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised by the the lack of offense, especially with, you know, Devers, Bogart, Dead Story, obviously, uh, JD Martinez. Uh, what that team was last year, how tough they were as well. Coors a good manager too.
0: Bobby Dalback uh, doesn't deserve to play on my community's little yeah, league team.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I know it's been tough. Listen, I can't cry because I can't stand the Sox. But me too. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Are you are that's you great. a Yankee? Are you a
0: Yankee fan? Oh yeah, he's a diehard Yankee fan. Like okay, okay, yeah. that's good. That's that, that's fun. You know, I didn't know if you were Yankees or Mets. I wasn't sure. So that's cool. Yeah
1: yeah 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 so
2: i I get it i can't i you know after witnessing everything Boston and coming back from trio down, I can't be all that disappointed
1: that the Red Sox are having this kind Sweet of a start, But it is the problem. I never could yeah. understand that a guy from Brooklyn you know who sings that song and they play it up in Boston. Hey I gotta ask you about Nestor yesterday, uh Moose. I mean, this guy's unbelievable. I mean what a great performance and it's it's a shame that Booney had to take him out after that one uh, you know that one hit because basically he would have gotten the credit for the win and they eight get the run two, in the ninth. And, but. Did he
0: go eight and two thirds yesterday? Nestor Cortez? yeah, Yeah. 7 and 3rd. 7 and 3rd. 7 and 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 3rd, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 7 and 3rd. I was uh, listening to your show, Mark, on Sunday. heard you talking about the same thing. that People are giving me grief. One of my friends down in Florida says to me, oh, you owe Cashman and you owe Boone an apology. I'm like, dude, it's May 9th for crying out loud. You're telling me I win penance in May 9th? So... Are you are you surprised by the success so far? I mean, they haven't played a lot of great teams. Let's be honest. I mean, they played Toronto and beat Toronto, but the rest of the teams are all subpar five hundred teams. So, what do you yeah, think? I mean, what only, do you think?
2: I yeah, I mean, you can only. But if they were losing these games, we'd be absolutely right. them. Exactly. So, I right. mean, give them credit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Schedule soft. They've been able to take advantage of a soft schedule, and and that's what you know. A lot of good teams do end up doing. So, uh, yeah, I. I yeah, to an extent, I, I am. I mean, Keiner Falefa has come back down to earth a little bit. Right. Um, you know, Glaber Torres. I expect him to have a big year this year. He really hasn't, even though he had two walk offs last right. week. Ten two twenty five. It's an situation that they're going to have to deal with after the season. My whole contention, where I criticize the Yankees, and it's not like you know the. It's more a case of a organizational mindset of what they deem to be successful year and what they don't. So. You know, if you're old enough and you remember George when he was alive, it was basically oh, yeah. World Series or bust, And and that's really not kind of the mindset of this team right now. It's a case of, well, let's build for the regular season and then hope for the best of the postseason. They're going to point out the teams like the St. Louis Cardinals of years gone by and go back to 2007, the Atlanta Braves from last year, who, you know, got hot in the right. postseason and dealt with all those injuries and say, well, look, I mean, that's – You know, the 107-win Giants and the 106-win Dodgers, they didn't go and win the World Series last year. It was a team that got hot at the right time. That's fair, but I also think it's a matter of putting the the right pieces together as well. And, you know, Cashman does deserve to be criticized for having for way too long a two right-handed oriented lineup not taking advantage of the dimensions of Yankee Stadium with the short porch right field. That short porch, you know, yeah. i never a big fan of Joey Gallo.
0: When oh, God, right. me neither. <laughs> What's he hitting, a buck 64 right now, Joey Gallo? <laughs>
2: yeah, and, and you look at Anthony Rizzo. I love the acquisition of Anthony oh, Rizzo. Oh, me too. And he's been unbelievable this year when they brought him back. I mean, listen, Freeman would have been great. You know, they pursued Olsen. Right. So... Yeah, you know, I was always a big fan of of Carlos Correa, and that's what I was screaming about during the course of the offseason <laughs> of, of bringing a guy that's going to change the mentality. Well, they what, said, what, well what, what, Johnson,
0: would. Yankee fans yeah. though? Most would they would they embrace Correa after the whole cheating? You know, the whole well, science dealing. I mean, would, would they would they would they embrace him? If he hits well. I mean, they
2: eventually. I mean, we're all as fans. You know, you, you all have we all have a short memory. They embraced Roger Clemens. Very true. You know they. You know they embrace Johnny Damon. Right after Damon left the Red Sox and came to the Yankees. Jo- Johnny yeah. Damon
0: was my first heartbreak in sports when he left the Red Sox <laughs> to go to the Yankees. that yeah, so. was my that was <laughs> my that was my first official heartbreak. It really was. Right. I remember. I mean, yeah.
1: So
2: some, you know, they they've they've embraced former Mets over the years: Dallas Strawberry, Doc Gooding. Right. So right. It's not a, it's not a case of yeah. I think eventually, if Correa was that, but you no, know, they were, they weren't really. They didn't really have strong intentions of. Of signing Correa and giving him that kind of a contract, but
0: nobody um, saw that. Nobody yeah. saw Minnesota coming out of uh, out of no. nowhere signing him. That was insane. Yeah, and,
2: and then he gets hit on the hand and suffers the fracture. So you feel for for Correa. I love him as a player, but yeah, to answer your question, long story long, yeah, I'm surprised by the way that this team has played. I think Cortez is an unbelievable story and uh, in developing into the strikeout machine from the lefty side uh, as a left-handed starter that he's turned into. A guy that was kind of given up for dead a couple times by this organization and brought back. Love his mentality about, you know, I'm here. All I want to do is win yeah, and be part great. of it and try and win a World Series in the Bronx. All those things are positive, but in the end, you know, it comes down to where this team is in October, where their approach is in October. Is this lineup easy to pitch to when you're going up against quality starting rotation? I think it is. What is Derek Cole in a big game? Well, Severino in a right. big game, what's Nestor Cortez going to be like in a big game. There's no doubt the bullpen looks really good. They made a good trade getting Castro yeah. right before the start of the year, right. trading Jolie Rodriguez to the Mets. So, uh, overall, yeah, I, I, I'm pleasantly surprised. And and I'll eat a little crow if I need to. <laughs> yeah, I know, I heard you uh, say that. If this team wins a World Series, but we're a long ways away. I'm enjoying watching this team. I will say this, they're highly more enjoyable to watch this year than – in the last couple of
1: years. Oh, absolutely. They're putting the ball in play more. Donaldson's struggling, though. I mean, Donaldson's been struggling. I think he's in like 212. He's got two home runs and seven RBIs. He hasn't been exactly, you know, he a, hit a, run, he hit a, a home run. He hit a home run opening million. day, didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah. And that's been about it.
0: Too. And the Red, the Red Sox are going to be all right. I mean, every, every team goes through a stretch where, they're, you know, they lose 10 out of 12 games, you know, in the regular season. It just happens that they're under a microscope right now because it's the beginning of the year. You know, it's 28 games. Right, that's why I don't get crazy in May.
1: Mark, are you surprised the Mets are playing as well as they are? I mean, nine series wins in a row, and you know, Bucks doing some good things, and. I really like the lineup, but it's interesting when I watch Buck, he's doing basically the same types of analytical nonsense that I talk about all the time. He's taking guys out in the fourth inning, but whatever it's doing, it's working for them, and I love their speed at the top of the lineup with Nimmo, and obviously he's been putting uh, Marte a little bit down in the order. He's got, what's interesting, he's got uh, McNeil batting 350, batting eighth. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous to me. When you see guys batting 350, they they're batting eighth, but I guess the argument is balancing out the lineup and making sure there's guys that are hitting well at the bottom of the, of the order. So whatever they're doing at, right now at City Field, it's working. And so, uh, Met fans got to be joyous. And they have an owner right now who's, who wants to win. He doesn't care. You know, he's going to spend the money. So, it's going to be interesting to see over the next few years the pressure the, the, of the Mets and where they are as far as Met fans because they're going to expect to win like the Yankee fans are. You know what I'm saying? So, it's going to be
0: interesting with Steve yeah, yeah. He's, he's, Maybe, the, he's the, mean, the Donald Robbie Trump did. of baseball yeah. with the Twitter. You yeah. know, he's always on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it's, it's so
1: yeah, they're great.
2: Cohen's great. I mean, I you know I'm not I, I don't I didn't think they'd win you know seven consecutive series before they had a, a split and then right. won their last. So, um, but you know I didn't know. I, but I you know I'm happy for Buck. You know I I think bringing Scherzer sense of mentality for this team in the off You're right about Cohen. They made the right call eight days ago when they got rid of Cano. <laughs> um, you know anybody and, picking and him up thirty seven million dollars? Who was a shell of his former yeah. self and. Coming off a year-long PED suspension, yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's a fun group. I think it's an interesting group. I think if they ever get the Grom back and they able to stay on the mound, you know, the sky's the limit about what the Mets potentially could do this year. And,
0: and don't forget, and Craig, it, don't forget,
2: if it's not the Yankees, I would not be, uh, I would, I would clearly, clearly be ecstatic for Buck. To win
0: a World Series, and Ed- yeah. Edwin Diaz has stepped up as the closer. It took him two years to figure out how to close out games, but he's right. been fantastic. Carlos Carrasco has been excellent. The Mets—they're—they're they're a fun team, and I agree with you most about you know Buck Showalter. I would love to see him win a World Series. I like that old school mentality, you know. And and it's interesting what the Mets did—they—they they, you know they brought in Showalter, they brought in like a, an analytic driven. Uh, hitting coach which you know Buck Showalter probably looks at the guy every day and goes (laughs) I don't need you around you know but the Mets are a fun team they really are and I mean yeah they're paying Max Scherzer 43 million dollars a season (laughs) which is just I mean that's asinine I mean he's what 38 years old you know and they signed him with three year deal but I mean Max Scherzer you want that guy in your rotation if he can stay healthy and they they got yeah, sure and, 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 and the, the Mets are playing as well as they are, like you said. And Jacob Degrom has not thrown a pitch. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Anyway, no, Mark. great. It's yeah. Been, yeah. But anyway, Moose. It's before so I hard. let you go, I got two questions. One, who's winning the NBA Finals? And are you so sh- are you shocked at Barry Trotz being
0: fired? Celtics. Sorry. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. I could see Boston. I think it's wide open. Uh, you know, I could see the I could see the Celtics winning it. Um. I think probably the winner of uh, the Boston Milwaukee series. Yeah. Uh, wins the wins the NBA title. That's what I wow. answer That um, your Stanley Cup pick? As, um, what's that, Robbie?
1: After your, uh, your Stanley Cup pick too? As well, I was going to ask you. Oh,
2: Stanley Cup pick. Um, I would probably um, I'd probably say
1: Colorado. Yeah, they're playing great. I mean, I, I just they they looked unbelievable. Yeah, they did have U C Soros in Nashville last night. I felt bad for the fans in Nashville, but yeah, they look fantastic. They really do. And they've gone through some health. Yeah, house, and, the and they've gone
2: through the maturation right. process. Exactly. As well.
1: Absolutely. I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, brother, thanks for the time. Appreciate it so much, Yo, Um, yeah. So I'll be tuning in on Sundays. And how's house picks going? Picks going well. Every, thanks.
2: Everything's going great. Great, I appreciate man. It, no problem. Best Don it, and the kids. To be so. out with you guys. Thanks, good. Thanks,
1: brother. Uh, can't complain. Absolutely. Family, yeah. Talk, oh, by yeah. the way, it was
0: a pleasure to speak to you. Did, did
1: Bobby V ever the win down? Did, did Bobby V ever win down Stanford? I know you told me he was running for mayor. So.
2: No, he did not. You know,
1: okay, he yeah. No, uh, he did not. He's yeah, not he's, the mayor. It's Yeah, me. I got that. That's great. Sometimes, in a lot of
2: ways, you walk, you're going around town. Right, it's hard to. You've got Bobby Beach right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, workout area. You, you know, coaches. We it, yeah. all over the place.
1: We got to get a slice to Sal's one of these days, man. I'll have to stop down in Marinick, for my brothers are. So I keep thinking, I got to get a slice down there. But anyway, thanks, thanks Moose. I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Hey guys, really. Have a
2: good rest of the oh, show. You, you got, got it, it, brother. All right. Always God bless you.
1: Thanks. thanks. Good okay. talking to you, okay. man. Right. Thanks, buddy. All right. The Moose, as usual, always there on the radio and uh yeah sunday mornings is great he and eddie azuma the uh the producer eddie's a blast he and eddie do a great job so anyway it was first, that was the first yeah.
0: time i got to speak to him yeah uh, that was quite enjoyable I and mean, you guys had your hockey you know <laughs> yeah. back and forth which i i don't really get too involved with you know I, don't but, worry uh, about it it's like but the trying... baseball the baseball conversation was fun you oh know? yeah
1: absolutely so anyway, 10.33 right here on WTBR 89.7. Come back and talk some more baseball. Take your phone calls at 413-445-5943. Just to let you know, okay, Pittsfield Suns baseball is back. That's right. and 89.7, WTBR FM will be there for every game this season. Every pitch, every home run, every exciting moment will be on WTBR as the Pittsfield Suns look to return to this, the FCBL Championship Series this season. The Suns open up on the road against the Nashua Silver Knights on Thursday, May 26th. Tune in all season long on your home for Pitts. Suns baseball 89.7 FM WTBR will be right back after these messages so stay tuned
2: WTBR FM is listener supported radio that means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air all the local content and the music you love requires your support you can make your donation today at wtbrfm.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio,
0: for the love of radio. Support for WTBR comes from Sandrini Enterprises, providing awnings and canopies in western Massachusetts.
2: Retractable awnings, retractable screens, gutter and gutter protection systems, commercial awnings and
0: screen rooms. Customized solutions available online at sandrini.com. And from KB Accounting, Having a hard time filling that bookkeeping position? Are you just looking for more transparency from your bookkeeper? Maybe you're so busy you find yourself falling behind on your billing and payments. KB Accounting can help with all that. Online at kbaccountingpittsfield.com or call 464-0245. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, Mike's amazing music and OD show... You'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock on Berkshire County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated.
3: Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening.
0: Larry Kropke here from Nothing But Old 45. I'm inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet
2: Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM,
0: Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet
1: Country Music. You guys rock. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk right here on 89.7 FM. WTBR, Pittsfield. What a, core, a glorious day right here. <laughs> what a glorious day. It's going to be 69 degrees. And we're joined, as always, on Tuesday spot by none other than WPAT's Ralph Romeo. What's going on, Ralphie boy? What's happening, guys?
0: Good to be with you, How as usual. Sure. Thanks, man. Good to hear you was, voice, there, Ralphie. It's great having you oh, on. Same
1: here,
3: same here, buddy.
1: Great having Mark on. You know, it was really awesome. So, uh... Yeah, it's always nice to hear from the moose, so... uh. He's got the. Rich. You know
3: what's great about Mark? He sounds as though he's got it all written down, but it's all in the head. I know he's amazing. He, he he's knows, amazing. you know, he knows the sports inside and out. You know, he's, I, he's, he's pretty impressive. I'll tell you that.
1: I mean, I said to him, I said, you know, he did the things the right way. You know, from going from an intern, and producing Mike and the Mad Dog, and doing overnights, and doing the CBS side, and then coming over here, and then, now he's at Picks, and now he's uh, still doing the Sundays. His Sunday well, shows. So, I tell you a quick
3: man. one. I will tell you a quick one about Mark. Yeah. If you have a second, you know. <laughs> And he was he was he was a single guy looking for a date they <laughs> tracked him they uh, mad dog and mike set him up for on a date and he and he completely failed on this date and he was down <laughs> there at the south remember
1: that go ahead yeah go
3: he, he was down there at the south street uh, seaport and oh, the girl completely just Blew him off, right and it was it was really it was hilarious, and and Mad Dog was going ape ape sheet on the oh I can't say the word on, on the air, you know. It was Maybe you could stop it and just just go on a date, just get let me hear, go go, what's going on? Yeah, it was a high, it was a highlight of the the whole year. <laughs> that was really interesting, and then and then soon after he met his he met his wife Donna yeah. and everything, everything fell into place for the man.
0: I know. He's hey, Ral, can, you, can you do me a favor? Yep. Yeah, can you break up the hockey talk a little bit?
3: (laughs) (laughs) This guy's hockey is kind of like chess in an old folks' home. You don't really know See, what the next move is going to be, and you can't follow what the hell they're doing. So that's you're gonna serious. you're gonna
0: you're gonna pile on top of me too. I, that's what I'm hearing.
3: No, I actually no, I don't care. I, you know, I don't care for present day hockey, Sean. Let's say that.
0: Okay, that's fair. I appreciate that I Robbie, you know, you know, because these guys are these guys talking hockey. Robbie's texting me every day, said, hockey, hockey, said, hockey. I'm like, just like, yeah. What I said to Robbie was
3: the have... rink the rink is too small and the players are too big. I think that's the problem.
1: The players were just as big years ago. The difference now is the players are just faster and more skilled. I mean, you don't have the ridiculous, you know, stupid bench-clearing brawls like you did. You don't have any of that garbage. I mean, yeah, I mean the players are so the much day of better. Dave,
3: bring back the day of Dave Schultz. No,
1: no. We don't need the Val James and I'm the kidding. Dave Schultzes of the world. I mean, hey, hey. see, Sean doesn't understand. Hockey is a specifically special sport for for fans. I mean, hockey fans are like the biggest diehards. It's like I, I, okay? I, I
0: understand that I don't like the sport. Why don't you like the sport? Because I don't. I don't. Why? You, you keep telling me that why? I don't understand because you I, don't, don't. I don't. You want, you
3: want to know You've why most, people don't, care.
0: Go ahead, most people
3: don't Go ahead, Ralph. Most people don't care for that sport because they don't skate themselves and they can't identify. Now, if you're in a, in a place ah, where people on. skate frequently, you're getting a, a horde of fans that are into it. But if you're real, you know, when you bring it to Florida, you gotta ha- it's a niche kind of uh, uh, groupies that come to these games. Most people don't really care about hockey, but I get it. I I get the appeal, Robbie. I really do.
1: I mean, this is the best. These are the best guys that take 12 hour bus trips in the minor leagues. They're not spoiled basketball players or baseball players or football players that run around. You don't see any of the violence and any of the garbage that you see in the other sports. These guys will come up to you. They'll give you an autograph. They'll sit down. They'll hang out with you. I used to watch games with the injured players. Tell me what baseball players and basketball players and football players would hang out with you and watch games i mean uh, on tv and local bars no. these guys don't these well, are well, you
3: guys. know you know Sean. Sean, he's waxing poetic about the poor hockey player instead of 40 million they make 20 million i feel for them hey no, hey the hey, hey ralph did, 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 ralph, did you hear
0: all. did you hear the news about tom Those brady these guys make minimum wages
3: what, what about brady
0: he's going to be the official voice of uh, the NFL on Fox when he retires with Kevin Burkhardt. Yeah,
3: with Kevin, too. That's cool. And, well, Ke- Kevin's a great talent, by the way.
0: Yeah. And and the jokes are already gone. What's that going to be? 15 years from now when he's going to retire? You know, that's, that's the whole Brady thing. Brady
3: will actually retire at the ripe old age of 85 when he will then eat his first chicken breast.
0: <laughs> Good. He, can, he and Sidney Crosby can <laughs> move may, out of the country. And, and, and maybe some chocolate ice cream instead of that avocado. Well, he's going to
3: have the vegan version of the chocolate ice cream and then he'll croak right there on the spot. There we go, but it's it's. I, I heard
0: that on the way up here to the studio this morning that Tom Brady's gonna to be the voice of Fox NFL. What and I'm they? like, you know what? I'm like, he's oh. an
3: intelligent guy, but he, he's a story in of its in of himself because what he did was remarkable being Absolutely. chosen so down, you know, far down in the draft and, and emerging as one of the best or the best because he's tremendous play. story. You mm-hmm. know,
0: you know, you know, what's fascinating to me though is that you know, the broadcast crew gets together with the team. You know, before the game, like a couple of days mm-hmm. before the game, so Brady and Belichick are going to have to, you know, engage with each other. You know, w- when they call the Patriots game on Fox, that's going to be fascinating. You know, and I, and Belichick
3: I, may may exactly can will, will finally construct the sentence.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I hope they broadcast it. I hope they show the meeting in you know the locker room. They won't, but I hope they do.
3: Well, Brady, when Brady came up, Sean. He kind of looked like a bowler, not a, not a football player. It was interesting. He had a body of uh, you know a guy that was uh, playing on the, on the tennis court, maybe, but not a football player. And you know he really bulked up, and he, he made himself the quarterback that he is. I have nothing but praise for Tom Brady. I think it's a tremendous story. I think he's a wonderful athlete. I, you know, I, don't, I don't want to hear about his private life as much as I do, but I think he's a remarkable athlete. I really do.
0: Did you see when uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter? Uh, Brady goes hey Elon would you could you delete my combine photo you
3: know, well his thinks... wife put his wife pulls the strings you know and yes I don't think I don't think the wife is too much of a musk fan that's the problem there
0: okay fair so enough. He, he's yeah. he's
3: got to sleep with the, he's got to sleep with this woman we don't so i I give him a break <laughs> okay fair enough
0: absolutely <laughs>
3: Where, where did Robbie go? He took a powder after the hockey talk? I don't know. Robbie
0: didn't Robbie's not speaking to me anymore. I don't know what's going on over there on the other side of the glass. I'm I think fine, he, I'm I here. think he fell asleep. Oh no, he's awake again. I'm okay. Let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> he just
1: got back from the south, so I figured I'd let him talk, you know? <clears throat>
3: Right, right, no right no Robbie was in the penalty box he's he's out now <laughs> exactly two minutes
1: isn't that funny too how like you can just you know that's the funny thing about hockey it's like you you have you in the only sport where you get put in a box right you get put in the box and you have to sit there like why do not you just go back to the bench it'll be a two minute power play they have to like sit you
0: in you. no you, you it's, like it's, it's like a bad, bad boy it's right? like a bad boy being put in the
3: right no Robbie's a bad boy being right. put in the corner exactly that's what it's like you know
0: Speak, speaking of putting in a box let's talk about the kentucky derby for a oh, gonna gonna half a that, second yeah, yeah. 80 to Rich 1 odds, strike. the horse won. How about all those trifectas and, and, you know, all those boxes that it screwed people out of? Unbelievable.
3: I'll, t- I'll tell you a story about about the uh, horse racing ordeal. I went to the track with my father, who was an avid horse guy. Yep. I-, I never gambled in my life, but I did go to the track one time with him, and a, guy, and a horse was running called... Romeo's mustache. That's that's my last. That's my last name. I didn't have a mustache. I was 12 years old. But I (laughs) said to my father, "We got to put a fortune on this on this horse. It's fate, Dad. It's fate." So we put a bundle on the horse. The horse came in dead last. So that was my foray with horse racing. It was over before it started.
0: Romeo's mustache. Did you see That's the right. did you see fantastic? Was a, did you see those? Yeah.
3: In, and this of course was nineteen thirty two when I was twelve years old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Ralph, I, I must say, you know, looking at your Facebook pictures, you look fantastic. You and your wonderful wife. I look pretty
3: good. For, I look, I look pretty good for hundred and five, right? You and your wonderful
0: wife—you guys both look fantastic. So,
3: well, my my wife says hi, and my wife is an avid hockey fan. There you go. She was, a, she used to be a Boston Bruins fan.
1: What do you mean used to be? Why isn't she anymore?
3: Well, because they put they put helmets on. They're they're six yeah, feet now instead of six feet. And and the goalies wear masks. We can't take that. We like to see bruises on the goalies' faces. No. <laughs> it's, part of the you know game. it's part of the game.
1: I give the Bruins a lot of credit. They were down 2 nothing. They got absolutely obliterated in Carolina, and they made great adjustments, and now they're showing why... They've had success for so many years. and You
3: know, um, I, you know I bust your chops, Robbie. I, I do. I appreciate hockey very much. I'm, I'm just kidding. because I know, I know, you'll love I, know, it so I much.
1: know. It's just I always have to defend. You know, it's funny because John Davidson used to talk about this. and We also talk about this all the time, having to defend the sport of hockey all the time. I have to defend it and defend it and defend it. And people who don't play it and never played it or don't watch it don't understand it and that's the problem for me it's like but i tell you i take more people to games and stuff you know live games and when they see a live hockey and they go wow this is really great so i told sean i've got to take him to a bruins game sometime and then he'll he'll change his mind about what he sees on this it's a live sport if you if you're not a big fan watching it on tv is not as much fun going to the game seeing the physicality seeing the speed watching these guys skate is is unbelievable. I mean, it's basketball on skates. It's every it's all about space well, well, and time.
3: The, the point I made in jest before, I really mean. I think the players are too big. And this is not unlike other sports. The same thing happened in the NBA. And, they were, big, and baseball, back, they were actually. big
1: back then. They were big back in the 70s. They were big. Yeah, in... but, yeah,
3: but Rob, Rob, the players are too big. The rink is too small. You've got to broaden the rink. No. Make no. it wider. No. You've got to make it a, a, a larger skating area or take away the six players and make it five.
1: What do you think, this is this Sweden? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think so. I think that the difference today is that the goalie wears too much equipment. equipment's got too true. big. So that's, that's why you don't see as high a score. The other thing, too, is the European influence on the sport and the Russian influence. There's a lot more speed, so you're not seeing a lot of, you know, you still see tight-checking games, but you're not seeing a lot of the, uh, the garbage you used to see, the right bench-clearing brawls and the nonsense that
3: used well, to Well, out. you know the old adage, don't you? What? I went to a boxing match and a hockey yeah, game I broke know, out. I know. <laughs> hey, so, hey,
0: Ralph! Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask you. How about your Mets?
3: You know, I, you know, I think I watched about two innings this year. I'll be honest with you. I'm not really a baseball guy anymore, okay. and I, I, I'm not really into sports watching it. I just comment on the, I don't know the at the human aspect of it. I'm not really watching the games in and out, but I know one thing about this team. They're playing the game the right way. Just from what I understand, they're not just counting on the long ball, and they're doing it the right way. That's why they're winning.
0: And they have a good manager in Buck Walter.
3: Well, Buck, until Buck gets on everybody's nerves when he starts to talk about how you're wearing your hat, how you're wearing your socks, you're not supposed <laughs> well, to I, do this in BP, I, you're going to see that it's going to be a good situation in New York until he decides to go off the rails. Probably about a two, a two. I would say about a two-year affair, three years before you start hearing complaints. When they start losing, you'll hear a few uh, complaint.
0: Some of these players kind of need a little bit of that, though. A little, you know. Oh, no like, doubt. No doubt. I'm, not, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying bullion. he's wrong
3: for being a, for being indisciplinarian, but I'm right. saying that the present day the present day ball player Sean is not going to be too thrilled when he starts showing his true colors because this guy's a no nonsense guy. Let me tell you.
0: Totally, he's like a, he's like Joe Girardi, no nonsense.
3: I got. And he knows his baseball inside and out.
1: I got to ask you something about Chris Woodward's comments. Uh, his, I call him Joanne Woodward Yesterday the other day uh, <laughs> He calls him He says that Yankee Stadium Is a Little League ballpark I mean what the hell Did the Texas Rangers Ever friggin do For crying out loud Besides lose
3: two What was the series, extent or... Of his comment Rob
1: He basically said Well it was The extent was that uh, Glaber's home run Was a typical Yankee Stadium Home run With the wind blowing out To win the game <laughs> The other day So Woodward says Well it's a Little League Ballpark I'm like Little League ballpark Come on This is the house That Jeter built now For crying out loud I mean it's Yankee Stadium I mean But uh, You know, I I love these managers that you know blame the ballpark for crying out loud. How about the fact that the Texas Rangers stink? How's that? Can we blame that? How do you like Seager too and Simeon? It's like, hey, I I love these players that just like like Seager played for the Dodgers. How many years? I mean, what four or five years at least, maybe? Sure. Okay. And Seager was an original Dodger. Now, here you go. You got an organization like the Dodgers, right? That spends all the money, that has the great players, that's been in the World Series three times in the last what five years, and he says. Oh, you know, but they're giving me $30 million. So let's let's go to the Texas Rangers, where, where we're going to stink anyway. I mean, these guys just see dollar signs in their eyes. It's all they care about.
0: And then Marcus, Simeon and Marcus should, Simeon. should he should not have left the Blue and Jays. Both,
1: and they're both hitting, like, I think, Seegerson like two hundred and And like, Simeon's in like, one forty three. I mean, it's And they paid these guys an enormous amount of money. I know it's early in the season, but why would you go to the Texas Rangers? You know, guys, I want to play at 102 degrees heat and stink. Let's go for $30 million.
0: And, and their big acquisition was John Gray, the pitcher from the Rockies who has a They have, of four, they have no loyalty era.
3: whatsoever. Awesome. They go where awesome. the Bucks are. We understand that the modern day player has no loyalty whatsoever. Not that they did overly in the old days, because you saw guys travel from team to team in yeah, the old of days. Course. They went for the Bucks but they had a a, a little bit of loyalty to the, the home fans, just a little bit. I always hearken back to Jackie Robinson Refusing to go to the dreaded Brooklyn, um, uh, the dreaded uh, New York Giants, yep, yep. and that uh, those days are gone.
0: You know the same thing is happening with the Red Sox now too. Xander Bogarts has an opt out after this season. Rafael Devers is a free agent after next year. Uh, they traded Mookie Betts to the Dodgers for a package of garbage. I mean, Alex Verdugo is batting what one uh, two fourteen right now. He's a good player, though. Know, Alex Verdugo, player. he'll he'll come around. Yeah. But you know, Devers. You know, he turned down. They said something in the in in the, the means of like seven years, two hundred million. He turned it down. Uh, Bogarts is going to be gone after this year. He's he's you know Scott Boris is his agent. There's Bo there's Bo is a is problem gone. right there. They're, Scott Boris is a problem.
1: Why would you not sign Bogarts? Bogarts is one of the best players on that team. Well, sounds, they
3: have they, they, offered him wait. It's going
1: to be him or Devers. That's it. I mean, there's going to be either one. They're not going to resign. They're both, both going to be gone. Wait. they're both going to be gone. They won't. be gone. They'll, they'll sign Devers. They have to sign one of them.
3: Now. Well, some of these guys get screwed for being so greedy. The, you know, huh. they get screwed for being so greedy sometimes, guys. Yeah, know, who's the Who's yeah. the guy for the Mets that just got screwed? He, he could have signed, but he turned it can, down. That he kind of. Yeah right right yeah.
0: Michael Conforto. Michael he turned, Conforto down, he turned down a qualifying offer for it, what, what it was it twenty million? Yeah, I think? So, so in, something yeah, like that. So in yeah.
1: June, so in June he declares free agency, and then somebody can sign him. I think the Yankees should sign him. The Yankees need a left-handed bat. Oh, he's he's hurt. He,
0: he oh he's, he's going to miss the entire season. Oh that I didn't know. I mean, I think, like, was wow. it Ralphie? Was it a knee? I think it was his knee. Yeah, right? I think
3: it was. I think it was a knee. I overheard yeah, yeah. I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So he screwed himself by not taking that money. And now he's sitting on the sidelines, not getting paid. rehabbing. Hey, and... hey, frankly,
3: frankly, Sean, if you're if you're in a good situation, you're getting paid a king's ransom anyway. Why go to a place where you're uncertain for a few extra bucks? It, it just doesn't make sense. Or a few extra years. This kind of thing. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Just like Marcus Stroman leaving the Mets to go to the Cubs, he's been terrible. The Mets offered him, you know, uh, similar dollars to what the Cubs offered him. It, just, it doesn't he's make a head sense. Why? Why would you go somewhere that you don't know anything? I mean, when when you're getting offered, you know, reasonable He probably
3: has a bug up his his ass with the Mets. Something went wrong here. So he went elsewhere, greener pastures, that kind of a thing. You
0: know, I work down in uh, Long Island once a week, and uh, I'm going to go to a Mets game this year. I just, I have to, I have to go to a game. I saw Dave Matthews band play at uh, City Field, and now I want to see a baseball game there.
3: Well, I'm one of the few Mets fans, guys, that miss Shea Stadium. There was nothing wrong except for the bathrooms. (laughs) It was an adventure, but there was was nothing wrong with Shea Stadium, and it had had some sort of nostalgic uh, appeal. The same thing with Yankee Stadium. Now, think about this. The hallowed ground of Yankee Stadium, Babe Ruth stood at the plate, in Yankee Stadium, all these Bill Dickey, Yogi Berra—you know—I go down the list, right? They—they—they right. they, they tear that that area down. They—they—they they, they bulldoze the whole area. They build it across the way. When right across the street is where all the history took place, right. they just discard all that. Build a. A stadium for the for the big shots over there. They destroyed the whole ambiance of Yankee Stadium um, in doing that. Ralph, I, I, I used
1: to, I used to, Ralph. I used to go to to Shea Stadium in the '70s when they were renovating Yankee Stadium when Bill Verdon was the manager of the Yankees. So you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll give you this one. Really, a little bitty badminton. Shea Stadium, a fine day for baseball. And let's go down to the field now with Lindsey Nelson. Hey, it's baseball right here on WLR9. Right, and then they'd have. Ky- yeah. I used to call it Kiner's Coffin. Like, ah, that's the. Four runs, three hits, two errors. The winning pitcher is uh, Pat Dackery. Hey, Ralph
3: Kiner got turned down for a raise one year when he led the league in home runs. Right. He said, "We can lose, we can lose with you. We can lose without you." Right. Hey, exactly. hey Ralph. <laughs> hey,
0: Ralph. My 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 aunt Maureen. Um, when I was I, w- I would say in my high school years, she organized a bus trip every year down to Yankee Stadium. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, and it was the old Yankee Stadium. So I probably went to. You know, on those bus trips and just going with my father and family, you know, I probably went to a dozen games at the old yep. Yankee Stadium. Did you tell?
1: Did you tell? And, the, yeah, and, then,
0: the, and then the new Yankee Stadium, it's, it's, it doesn't have the same appeal. No, it, it doesn't. It does. It's, doesn't. it's, it's, no, it's, it's dead totally in there. It's like different.
3: a cemetery in there. Yeah.
0: It's more like a yeah.
1: stadium than it's a ballpark. I got to ask Sean, did you tell ever tell Ralph that you uh, used to live with Beningo's ex?
0: <laughs> you know Joe Beningo? <laughs> yeah. I, I lived with his wife for uh, about 10 years, him and. Uh, his wife rasha and her fiance they never got married but I, uh, they rented out a room to me for uh, about 10 years he was my i, I worked at a mattress company in, in great barrington larry steinberg was her brother that's how i got to really? know him so yeah, that's so, Joe's I, all, I, yeah. I, I met joe at uh samantha beningo's engagement party right. it was pretty cool man yeah. he what a what a character he is
3: Totally I, I think nice you're guy. Gonna tell me some, Sean, I thought you are gonna tell me some salacious story this is a disappointment <laughs> when you said you lived I'll, when I'll, you said I'll, you I'll... lived with his wife I was gonna say whoa we're gonna get into some good stuff here but no, that's, not no, bad. No, no. that's a good story
0: she's a little bit out of my age range Ralph you know I was I'm gonna saying.
3: say you must have been a young guy and she was kind of over the hill already but she's, yeah she's oh, my she's, man but, but she, you know I, my, my one encounter age. with my one encounter with Beningo one time right? Uh, a WFAN softball game. I got up. I was playing for this uh, gym, Synergy. Right, right. We had, there was, a, gym, there was a, a chain of gyms in New York City that I worked for at the time, Synergy. Yeah. And we played WFAN. And I had Beningo at second base as I was playing shortstop. We had the conversation like you would not believe. When you say he's a character, you weren't kidding.
0: Do me a favor. Stop posting all those pictures of you looking all jacked up on Facebook because you're making me feel fat. Well, okay? you know,
3: I do. I do take tremendous amounts of steroids. Okay. You know, I, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I you don't. Look, I'd be you're, afraid.
0: You're a fantastic looking guy, my friend. You really uh, are. Oh well, so. thank
3: you so much. Thank you so much. Hey, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run and let you guys finish off. All right, you got it, bro.
0: Wpat nine thirty a.m. Everybody, check out Ralph. Weekdays. All right, thank,
3: thank you so much, it's Robbie, time. Sean. I appreciate it. No problem.
0: Thanks, bro. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to and you thanks next for, week, thanks hopefully. For calling.
1: Appreciate it, brother. Okay, uh, man. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. All right, Ralph Romeo checking in there right here on WTBR Sports Talk. It's 10.58. we got a couple minutes left. So, question for you. All right, so uh, your, your pick for the NBA championship is the Celtics and Phoenix?
0: Phoenix, Phoenix is hot. Okay. Golden State, though they're coming around. Yeah. Do the Red Sox turn this thing around or not? Yes or no? You know, I, I hope so. But it's it. Uh, talking about the Red Sox being terrible is yeah. more fun than talking about them being good. <laughs> and, and and Alex, Come on, co- that's 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 ridiculous. Alex Cora, please shave your beard. Yeah, I know. The beard thing is got The beard go. I agree. Is, it's, you know, it's, it's 2013 was the beard thing with the Red Sox. You know, everybody, fear the beard. Right, fear okay. the beard. Right. Okay? Alex Corrett, go away with the beard. Get out of here. Are
1: you going to check out the Suns games? You know, I sang the national anthem a couple of times and we Park, so.
0: I think they should have us call Suns games. Absolutely, why not? You know, they already have a. Robbie's have up, a Sean Cronin coming to you here yeah. from Ocona Park, the uh, Pittsfield <laughs> you know. Sons. Uh, I think we could. I think we could nail yeah, it, why man. Not?
1: That, yeah, that would be really fun. Maybe we can. Maybe we can fill in.
0: I don't know who's gonna call it, but. Yeah. It's cool that the station is going to do it. Absolutely. You know, it's great yeah. for WTBR. I yeah, love it. Definitely, yeah. Yeah,
1: stay tuned all year for our Pittsfield Suns uh, baseball on 89.7 WTBR. It's about time to wrap up. Yeah. Thank you to the Moose, Mark Malusis for joining us from WFAN and WPIX, and, of course, Ralph Romeo from WPAT. We'll see you next week, next Tuesday. Same bad time, same bad place. Go out there and uh, stay safe, folks. Get your vaccinations if you haven't. And uh, everybody will see you next week right here on a WTBR Sports Talk. Take care. Be well. See you and next
0: week. If, and if you don't feel like getting vaxxed, don't. <laughs> <laughs> the Berkshire's only rock station. 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield, Massachusetts.